My fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of We The People Radio. I'm your host, as always, James, and joining me is the right-wing cigar king, Michael Allen Jacoby. What is going on, brother? What's happening? What's up, We The People world out there? We The People Radio Nation. What's going on? Another Tuesday. Another Tuesday. We got some great guests joining us in a few minutes. They're actually finishing up dinner. Uh, the Maceroses, who uh, unfortunately got cut off by the uh, the FBI on Friday. Yeah. Put our feed down high feds um but they'll be back to to finish giving us an update on what's going on with their court case so i'm excited to have them back on uh don donnie didn't get arrested today but we did get word that uh we're gonna he's gonna be the secret service is gonna turn him over tomorrow apparently no, uh, no we're, we're gonna talk a lot about it on friday so tune into our friday show same bad time same bad channel 8 30 eastern Freedom Friday, Alan and I will be back talking about the entire shit show that is the Donnie saga. You're not going to see him in New York until next week. If uh, the, the grand jury meets Mondays, Wednesdays, and I think either Thursdays or Fridays, and um, they still had another witness, I believe, today, and they had one yesterday. So tomorrow they'll come out with it, most likely. And then... They'll they're gonna figure out um, like the Secret Service logistics on just having them come to the DA's office next week and go through everything. And I honestly can't wait because it's going to be the start of something epic. I think. I do too. I I, I really think that uh, 
we're going to start to see uh, a real shift in the narrative and we're going to get information that we've been talking about for years come out to the actual public. Um, I think this is all a big distraction. I really do. I mean, we had Xi Jinping and Putin sign, you know, historical documents today. Um, they met. It was like it was like WWE. I wish they had uh, Johnny Gomez and Nick Diamond as the commentary from Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> fucking epic. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Mills Lane. Let's get it on. Uh, I remember him? Holy shit! Yeah, dude, classic. He passed away recently. He he passed away. He he hasn't been gone for long. I think he passed away in like twenty one or twenty two or something like that. I remember the WrestleManias. He was uh, he was yeah. At- Remember the show, Judge Mills Lane? Remember that shit? Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, dude. Celebrity Deathmatch. He was a fucking man. Ah, finally. So before we bring on our guests, uh, that you all know from Friday, I just want to shout out to our sponsors, Patriot Cigars. Go to mypatriotcigars.com. Pick up yours today. These are the number one cigars on the market. They're unbelievable. Uh, the Master Blender is the same blender that Michael Jordan used for his personal cigars. These things are awesome. They're all named after military missiles. Uh, my favorite is the Mark 48. They're unbelievable smokes. I could literally keep one in my mouth all day. Uh, I do like long That's things. That's what said. Yep. I beat you. I was going to say something, but go to mypatriotcigars.com. Code USA for 15% off. Can't forget our friends at Kush Creams. Go to kushcreams.com. Code WPRUSA or great 1776 for 15% off your order. The summer's coming up. You want to be prepared for the sunburn. Get the natural sensi. Sonoma and pain cream. I use the roll-ons literally every single day. It's a lifesaver. Go to kushcreams.com and get yours today. And can't forget our friends at Sirius CBD. It's the number one CBD in the plant. We only got a couple days left in the Founders Month. Uh, it is just in our, uh, the founder of Sirius CBD's birthday this month. Go to get seriouscb.com uh code justin39 for 39% off your order and with all that done go give us a subscribe a follow uh, a share this is a, a definitely an episode that we need to share uh this couple Joey Lynn and and Robert Maceros the maga mustache himself is joining us um but their story is unbelievable and they're fighting for us uh not just for themselves they're fighting for every single american because if if for whatever reason, they lose this case with an Obama-appointed judge. Uh, sets the precedent for the rest of us Americans, and we see what's going on with Donald Trump. If they could do this to a former president of the United States, they could do this to anybody, and they're doing it to these two, Joey Lynn and Robert Maceros. Welcome back, guys. I'm sorry. Where are they? What is Where going on? They? Where are they? We see them in the back room, and it's just they're 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 phantomed. What is going on? I think they may have to. They might have to. We we see you. We just don't. You, we nobody else. No one yeah. else. Try try backing out and coming back in. Yeah, click out and come back in. Yeah, te- technology at its best. This is. Uh, we can't win. We can't win. Give it. Give, give it. A, give it a shot. Now they don't want to come in. So weird. Is is their audio picking up on the main? Uh, we see you and hear you. We see you and hear you. I don't know where you are. These technical difficulties again. It might no, be. 
Is there audio going out, James? I hear them. But is there audio going out on the... No. Oh, so no one else can hear you either. It's like you're phantomed. You're, hold, you're, on. hold on. We're going to try something else. You're completely shadow banned because Brian. Joe Biden and his henchmen do not want the Maceros to be heard or seen. This is ridiculous. Hi, FBI, the federalists. I just sent you another invite. Let's try that. So we're as we as we try to get them in. We had this problem on Friday. Well, Friday the stream went down, which was just random. Went down, dude. Like everything yeah, just the whole went- system just like did a hard restart, and now we can't get them back on. And like we never have these issues. All right, let's see. So this- we're gonna see if now we can get them. And now we have them. Now we have them. Oh, there is the mustache and his beautiful wife, Joey Lynn. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for coming back. Uh, uh, I know we were supposed to do this on Friday. We have, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, we have to congratulate them because the shirt that Joey Lynn is wearing, Biden is the worst, has officially, has officially been shipped to all 50 states of this great republic. So congratulations. Let's yeah. go. Finally. Finally. Oh, no, you guys are doing unbelievable work. I say it every single time, and I'm so thankful for the work that you guys do. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to pick up a little bit where we left off on Friday. But uh, just for those who missed the Friday show, give us a little intro uh, about you guys and, and what you guys are up against real quick. Uh, and then we'll get into where we left off. Yes. So we're uh, homeschooled for Texas. Born and raised, um, we're getting sued by Biden's White House officials and Democrat politicians in federal court under the Ku Klux Klan law for simply driving next to the Biden bus with Trump flags because they're traumatized and claiming they have uh, emotional damage and want financial compensation. Uh, but they are in tandem with mainstream media saying that we surely must have premeditated a plan of assault to run the bus off the road. And that's why so traumatized even though that never happened and so these media headlines have famed our family and mischaracterized what happened that day so much of of the lies and propaganda we see in the media are against conservatives um and so we're really fighting back to not only defend free speech for our family but for all americans like you mentioned because this is at the federal level of the court system this has the power to have national implications on free speech rights for all americans if they set the precedent at this level uh, they could possibly criminally implicate people and bankrupt people and literally imprison people for having a difference of opinion in their free speech against the current administration. That's a huge problem. So we're fighting like crazy, not just against the progressive left, but against main conservative media that refuses to cover our story, our local and state legislative uh, electives that refuse to get involved. Um, and the right now that say that they specialize in such matters but refuse to help. So we're up against it all. And it takes the American people to fight this fight. So it's important we get our story out there. So thank you guys. I'll never forget the first time I met you guys. It was in San Antonio. Justin, our good friend from Sirius CBD, rest in peace. He was the one who introduced us. And uh, I was literally about to sit down with an interview with Patrick Byrne. And Justin's like, you got to meet this couple. So I, I come over, I meet you guys real quick. And I was like, I'm sorry, I, I can't talk long. I'm about to do this interview, but I'll get you guys on 
afterwards and you guys are so patient and great and came on and i, I just could not believe uh, this was over a year and a half ago now this is like october of 21 yeah and i can't believe we've been fr friends for so long um yeah, i don't know how anyone wants to be friends with you for that long first of all <laughs> so it's not uh, like you haven't slept yet alan no, I yeah. slept. I have. I did. I slept last night. He's not as angry today as he was on Friday. No. Yeah. I think but it's Jesus' face that brings it out, to be honest. Could be. <laughs> it really could be. Um, but why are you gay? I couldn't. I couldn't believe at the time that you were struggling. You because when you told us this story uh, that this was going on to you, I expected so many people in this movement, in the conservative movement, that consider themselves patriots, that have shows, that have platforms, I thought everybody would hop behind you guys and stand with you in this fight. I, I was blown away a year and a half ago that this was happening. And I see you every, like Joey, I, Joey Lynn, I told you today, I, I, I don't see you often in my feed, but every time I do, I, I make it a point to share your stuff because everybody should be doing that. You're not just fighting for yourselves and your livelihoods. You're fighting for each and every single one of us. You're up against the masters of the universe, these people that have endless amounts of resources and money and can do whatever the hell they, they're using our tax dollars to attack you. And if they win, like you said, it sets a precedent. They can start bringing civil and criminal, criminal charges to other Americans because they don't like what you say, because they don't like what you're doing. And that includes people that aren't supporting you, the conservative movement they're attacking us non-stop and it's 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 that old at that old story it's like oh they're coming after the the the, the alcoholics i'm not an alcoholic so i don't gotta worry about, oh they're coming after the pot smokers i don't smoke pot so i don't gotta worry about it oh they're coming after the cigarettes so i don't smoke cigarettes i don't have to worry about it oh they're coming after water drinkers oh i drink water wait where's everybody else that's here to fight for me nobody's there to fight for me and it, it sickens me and it pisses me off. And I'm glad, Joey Lynn, for the first time, you're starting to call people out. Uh, I've been saying this from the beginning. Like, <laughs> let's put these people on blast because everybody should be standing up with you and giving you guys a, a, a platform, a place to share your story. Because that's all you're asking. You're not asking for money. You're not asking for, for any extra. Well, Just let me come and tell my story on your show. And the fact that these people don't have the balls and they're too much, too much of a coward to give you 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes of their time on their platform to allow you to share your story that helps every single American, not just yourselves, is sickening to me. And uh, I I'm actually glad that some some mainstream some more mainstream influencers like david harris and alex stein are giving you guys uh, a platform to come and tell your story and greg uh, uh, stitchfield and, and there's a few others that that, that I, I i'm probably not naming right now but it's been long overdue I and mean, this has been going on for a year and a half so yeah yeah the go ahead something, alan what's that were you trying to say something? No, no, I just I just want everyone to realize like this is this is a civil suit. It's not a criminal suit. But and it, it's costing hundreds of thousands of dollars. The the money that and people have to realize that you guys are just you know middle class Americans that love your country. You supported Donald Trump. You're paying the price for that. You're fighting every day to to a legal battle, which we're gonna get into because you know you, you fought really hard to try to case dismissed because this case is utter bullshit but now we know it's going to trial this the end of this year which is uh, unbelievable and, and so like take, take us take us through like what, before you 
I just want to say, just from being on our show, Liana in the Foxhole chat, she said she would love to have you guys on her show. So she's I'm going to catch connect you with with Liana. She's amazing. She has a great show. She does a morning show every single day. And also uh, our friends from the Patriot Party podcast, Mick and V. Lynn, uh, we call him Dick Punch on our show. He's, uh, he's a special force sniper. He, he They said that they would love to have you guys on as well. And they do a daily show. So uh, the, the, these are the type of people that, that want to help you out. There's so many Americans and so many patriots that want to help you out. And it's sad that, that many, many don't. But, but yeah, give us an update as to what's going on, on now. Yes. So I thank you to those in the chat that want to help us tell our story. And that's, James, you're right. I'll never forget meeting you either. We were so desperate when we went there. We just like, had no hope. We, had, we were just want to talk to you, right? No yes. one else would talk to you. Nobody else would talk to us. And Justin was like, sit down, let's do it right now. And then he's like, and you got to meet my friends over here. And and now here we are. And so, um, man, it just it means everything. Um, and yes, I have started calling people out. I have mixed emotions about it because I really am a positive person. So I love focusing on the positive. I love thanking people like you and Alan instead of bashing um, Alliance Defending Freedom. But I do believe that there are people that are saying that they're they're fighting this fight that aren't. They're taking people's money and they're campaigning on it, platforming on it. And then it's just a thought. And I have given some of these organizations two plus years and I'm just a little bit frustrated and burned out. So it is starting to come out a little bit. Um, do you want to update them on where we're at? Um, where are we? So I think last week, what did we do? We filed, they, cause they updated their, their original civil complaint. So we had a chance to respond to that. We responded with um, another motion to dismiss. That's the second time. I believe already got denied. Um, and if they wouldn't dismiss it, we asked them if we could appeal to the Fifth Circuit immediately, which I think we're still waiting on a ruling on that. But I bet I know what the answer is. Are you still using uh, like a you, you've had have, have you switched attorneys or you have the same attorney since like this is all started? Who knows the case or do you have a multiple attorneys? Like what's the the, the defense team like? We still have the same attorney. The defense team is one person <laughs> and the American people. So one right. team defense team. But but people don't realize how much that ha that has cost because you were raising money. You're still raising money. Your legal fees are, are out of this world. I know you had set a new goal. I thought I, I saw somewhere it was like a, a three hundred thousand. If I'm not mistaken, you can correct me. But I know that you have spent a lot. I'm not asking you how much you've spent, but I know from seeing. The donations and the reports you put out there you're it, it's it's costing a lot of money and the problem is now that this case is not dismissed and let's face it they're probably going to shove it up your ass and not dismiss it at all which is horrible it's just okay. obama appointed judge and are you going to get a failed fair trial i hope so but you know let's i it is what it is when it goes to trial, it's going to cost that much more. Every day you're at trial, it's like almost double of what you're paying your attorney now, if not more. I mean, that's typically how trials go. So it's important. People really are interested in the defense of the First Amendment and free speech and, 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 and things like uh, legally able to assemble. You didn't harass anybody. I mean, this is so politically motivated, like most of the shit we see now in the political space when they're going after the people well, like, you know, the, 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 the past president. Um, yeah. It's, 
I'm, the time is has passed. The time is now for people to help people like you that are going through it. And I'm sure you're not the only ones that are going through something like this in this space who are, you know, patriots, proud of their country, conservative. You know, it's happening every day to a lot of people. And we're hearing about people who are facing 10 years in prison for posting anti-Biden memes in 2020 for influencing the election. This is right on par with what we're dealing with here, but a criminal version of it. And this is why it's so important. I mean, people are going to go to prison for putting a bumper sticker on their car. I mean, we, where does it stop? Where do you draw the line? It's scary where we're headed and people just want to, to live under a rock with their head in the sand so they don't have to deal with being stressed out about it. But the time is now. Because it doesn't directly affect them. It doesn't like, right. I don't want to get in trouble. Like, I don't I don't want them to have eyeballs on me. So right. I'm going to, you know what? I, I wish you all the luck in the world. I'm rooting for you, but I'm staying out of it. And you see that all of the time. And I was actually listening to your interview with David Harris, and it was a great, great interview. And I'm so glad that he had you on. And it was one of the first ones you guys did of the year. It was a really uh, a great, great episode. Um, but you had mentioned to him, and I, I didn't know this because I, I had asked you on one of the first shows. I said, what about all your friends that were there? What about all the, all the people in your circle? Like, what are they saying? Are they actively trying to help you? Are they out there campaigning with you or fundraising with you? Like, if, if this was my friend and family, like, we've, we've met in person twice, and I've known you for a year and a half, and I've, I, I, all I want to do is, is campaign and, and help you guys in any way possible. I couldn't imagine if it was, like, my, my very close friend that I've known for years or a family member, how hard I'd be going. Um, and you had said that they're starting to get subpoenaed now. Is, this, mm-hmm. is that what's going on? What, what's going on with that? Yeah. They're they're just they're looking. They haven't found anything. I'm assuming. Well, I know they haven't found anything, but so now they're just trying to broaden that net and just start subpoenaing people to try and hopefully find something somewhere that they can make into something. This is the discovery phase of the lawsuit. So they're checking cell phone records, email communication, media posts. You know, they want to scrub it all. They're not going to find anything. They haven't found anything. Um, but the people that we're close to, they are subpoenaing some of them. Uh, and wanting them to turn over cell phone records because they're convinced we're hiding something, even though they're lying. So really, it's illegal. They're wasting resources. They're making us spend money on purpose. They're making these poor people spend money on purpose. You know, um, one of the poor families that was subpoenaed recently just had to bury their daughter. And this is something that these people need to be dealing with. Um, and each family has their own thing going on, right? We all have our own struggles and our own problems. And then to pile this on top of it. And, and I know one of our friends spent several thousand uh, in legal fees just replying to the subpoena. So some people confuse that for being they've been added to the lawsuit as defendants. That's not what that means. They're not, you know, being sued like we are. They've been subpoenaed to provide information that the plaintiffs want to run because they're still trying to paint some sort of narrative or picture against us. And they can't find a thing. Meanwhile, um, we're not able to see their cell phone records or email correspondence or communication because of that gag order or protective order that the judge approved uh, that they requested. And so they're turning over stuff that we're requesting as confidential where we can't speak about it with y'all or attorney advice only where we can't see it. So how do you have a proper legal defense when you don't even know what you're up against? But that tells me they fabricated everything. They're lying. They have everything to hide. And I'm, we're fighting the gag order and determined to expose it. 
I don't think I don't think they've turned over a single piece of anything that is not marked confidential. Yeah. So, or for attorneys' eyes only, which we don't even know about. But they blast it in the media. They make it national news, but then don't want anybody to know anything yeah. except what they want you to know. Well, that's that's that sounds typical of the left, typical of the the uniparty and the establishment that they'll put out this narrative and and broadcast it a very wide net everywhere and then completely silence the other side. So you can't like look at January 6th and what's going on with that. We got this one side of narrative for so long, all of a sudden the other video footage finally comes out years later. And we're like, wait a second. Even, even people that knew it was a setup, they're like, wow, that was, (laughs) that was really bad. And it's, and and it's exactly what's going on to you on a, uh, but it's just you as an individual rather than a large group of people. Yeah. Has, has your lawyer mentioned anything that when, I mean, listen, in a perfect world, this is not going to go to trial, but uh, did they set a, they set a trial date in December. So when this is going to trial, did your lawyer mention anything that as far as a gag order that the judge, there's a chance may extend the gag order to not allow you to do any type of media? Because obviously there it's probably going to come up in the trial about a lot of the media you have done over the past two years, whether it's podcasts and things like that and various interviews they're probably they i would imagine they're going to have somebody dedicated to skim through that and see what they can see and maybe even play during the trial they probably so, go fuck yourself your honor no but but what i want to and i'm i am no legal expert i'm i'm far from a legal expert and i would like to talk to somebody uh, that might know and, and and if you have it, I'm sure you've already asked your lawyers, but how is any of this legal? Like how are they able to subpoena your your friends and family members and ask for their cell phone records and their emails and their correspondence? Like if, if somebody came to me and was like, yo, I need to like here's a court order that I you have to show, go fuck yourself. I'm not giving you a damn thing. Like they can, they can subpoena anything for any reason is in, in any type of, 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 of uh, proceeding. And then what they'll do is, oh, for instance, so in my other, uh, in my one of my businesses, I was just subpoenaed in a civil case. I'm not being sued. One of my clients is actually suing an entity. And now the, the, the uh, plaintiff's attorney wants all of the records I have in regards to the situation. And it actually says there specifically, and I have to do a deposition. And it actually says there, if I don't comply with the subpoena or the deposition, that I could be held liable with a judgment the same as the defendant being sued, that I can help be held liable for not giving that information in the case that's ordered by the court. So I, you know, listen, when it's easy to say, hey, you know, screw you, I don't want to give it to you. But if they're threatening you with that and then they're going to bring some sort of judgment or contempt or whatever it might be to you because, you know, the average American is going to be like, well, I don't want to deal with it. Take everything that you want. And listen, if there's nothing to hide, obviously, and to ha- if it helps you, the people are going to want to help you. But it is, it is it is ridiculous. And like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if the judge at this point when the trial starts, because there's going to be, you know, preliminary hearings. I'm sure there's going to be rules. There's going to be all of this trial procedure bullshit. And I, one of the things is probably going to be, well, you have a gag order. You can't do any media during the trial because yeah. it might 
you know, sway people the certain way. It, it's so yeah. ridiculous. So it's I like, would imagine that. I'm prepared for that. I'm sure yeah. that there'll be a closed courtroom where media won't be allowed. Um, we, won't, we won't be able to air their dirty laundry. I, I'm already prepared for that. I know, though, that God loves truth, and he loves to expose what's done in darkness and bring it to light. So I'm still counting on God pulling through somehow, some way, um, in a way that vindicates us and exposes them. I just don't know how, obviously, it looks like, but putting one foot in front of the other. But I'm with you. I'm really emotionally prepared for that. They've already referenced not liking all of our interviews, which is why they, they referenced all the podcasts I've been doing in the protection order. And we're like, well, because she's talking about it, these are high-profile people that can't, you know, um, be subject to the aggression from the conservative yeah. party that she's like inciting all this violence by talking about us this way. Even though they had a press release where Ku Klux Klan White from Assistant ran the bus off the road. And so our attorney's fighting it in that capacity. He's referencing the media that we utilized. Um, all of the hate mail backlash that we've received as a result of their defamation headlines. Um, and, and basically everything they're marking as confidential ought to be public information. Yes. Um, so we're fighting that in this phase because we're prepared that that's going to be the way it's going to be in at trial. Did, did so. they come up, did they come up with a, a monetary amount of what they, I, I thought maybe you had said at one point that they didn't have that decision made or, or I'm not sure. I don't, I don't remember, but do they have, did they make a decision on how much they're suing you for or what, what they're suing you for? I, I don't believe so. No, you remember right. They have never indicated a dollar amount. The only amount it ever alluded to was the bus driver saying that he was too traumatized to drive a bus again and wanted to be compensated his salary, which was between six hundred and seven hundred thousand annually. When we started demanding pizzas, they would never turn them over. We went months of making the demands to see them. They refused to turn it over and then they withdrew that portion of the complaint after we really pressed in wanting the pay stubs. So Right. Because I mean, I'd imagine in discovery, you're you're gonna your attorney anyway, maybe not you for whatever reason, but we'll have the opportunity to see a lot of things that he he requests. I mean, that's you know, discovery they have, they have to show it to at least him. And he, what is it? Is he ordered not to show things to you or? Right. So they they will label stuff that just says attorney's eyes only, to where he can't share any of that with any of that information with us so it's hard to really or counsel us so yeah it's hard to come up with a defense or you know for us to figure out what the best course of action is when we don't even have all the pieces of the puzzle or all the information did he say why they yeah. they, they, they did that no and we fought it hard but and did, the judge just sided with them immediately now i'm wondering like and you ask your attorney this because now it comes back to you guys are are you're in the public eye. You're doing a lot of social media. You're you're raising money. You're doing a lot of media and podcasts. And I'm wondering if it's so that you can come on X Y Z show and talk about what that information is. Oh, I'm sure that's what it is because they know that you know we're trying to tell people what's going on. So the less information we have, really, the less we can share about it. And I am hell bent on exposing the truth and their corruption and the lie and bringing people on both sides of the party to understanding the attack on free speech. So I'm sure that makes them sick to their stomachs and I love it. 
Yeah. I, I love it too. And me and Alan are here, here with you guys every step of the way because uh, it's terrible what's going on to you guys. And and that's something I, I just can't comprehend. Like we're supposed to, in our constitution, we're supposed to have a speedy trial and yep. a fair trial. Mm-hmm. And by blocking this information from you, this critical information that probably shows your innocence, that's yeah. probably what it is. Uh, they're putting you guys through so much stress, so much unnecessary stress, pain, and anguish. Uh, you, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure things have changed drastically in your family life as far as decisions that you make, as vacations and doing things as a family. Like it, it, it's such a huge deal for you guys, and they don't. They don't want anybody to know what's really going on. And I think that's part of their tactic. They've been very good. They they did like I said earlier. They did it with January six. Yes. They're, they're very good at framing the narrative of, of people and, yes. uh, and most people 99.99% of people. And I was saying this on Friday would bend the knee 99% of people would quit and say, Oh, the government, they know better that I don't want to challenge them. They're too big. They're too powerful. There's no way I'll ever be able to, to beat them or, or silence them. It's pointless to stand up. So here, just take whatever you want. I'll take my penalty and, and move on with my life. And, that's what they that's their bullying tactics that they do, because at the end of the day, you're financially, this has to be some, one of the hardest things ever. This has to be so difficult on you and your family. And I'm sure you'd have a ton, a, a whole chicken farm at this point if you weren't going through this. Um, because buy <laughs> some goats and some cows and whole little ranch. Um, yes, you know. <laughs> Because uh, I see you, I see you, Joey Lynn, and I, I, I wish I would because you know, I'd come and buy some of those cool colored eggs from you. Uh, what, what what doesn't help either is 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 the conservative movement, the MAGA movement, America, whatever you want to call it, Republicans, the right. It doesn't help your case, and it doesn't help in a lot of other situations on how fractured it is. It is so fractured in so many different ways. I mean, you just look at the at the Trump and DeSantis bullshit and all of that, and what conservatives are are that that have been like grifters on the Trump name for the past four you know years or so six years, and then all of a sudden yeah. now they're 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 turning their back on him and and and, and you know going for for you know, DeSantis who's who, who well we can't say he's not a great governor but he's he's listen he's, he's digging himself in a hole every time now he opens his mouth or doesn't open his mouth but it affects people like you that are fighting for for you know well one I I don't know if the term fighting for your lives is is good but fighting for your livelihood and your your future and your children's future because if they turn around and they and they order this massive judgment on you it's 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 it could potentially cripple you because then you have appeals i mean you know people people also take judgments uh civil judgments they have added attitudes a certain way because listen they're not coming to throw you out of your house you know, let's take, let's take for real because who's the federal government isn't suing you, right? Correct. It's private entities and private citizens that are suing you. So let, let's just say, for instance, 
you know, there's a judgment for you for a million dollars from the, this X, Y, and Z uh, organization that that's that's connected to the Biden administration and and all of these idiots that were on the bus, and you don't pay. Nobody's coming, nobody's coming to your door to take your house. Nobody's coming to take all the furniture out of your house. Nobody's coming to take your cars. It, it's meant to financially drain you to fight this lawsuit. Yeah, does having a judgment against you affect you in some ways? It can. So I know people who are in business who get judgments against them all the time and just refuse to pay. It doesn't stop them from getting mortgages and buying properties. It doesn't stop them from getting loans at times. It really depends. Some people have judgments and they don't even show up on credit history. Now I'm talking judgments and money. I was having this discussion with somebody uh, about a week ago that uh, who actually got another civil judgment. He's like, what are they going to do? They're going to come take my house? And they're not coming to take their house. Depending on, I guess, I guess it depends on the municipality. I, I know how it is where I am in New York. I don't know if they have laws in certain states or certain cities or certain whatever you want to call them where they can go to, say, the um, – the county sheriff or some sort of law enforcement agency and 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 file paperwork where yes they can come and seize property from you or yes then they can get a court order and seize bank accounts and things like that so i mean that's always something down the road to look into depending on, on what the laws are in your state but i mean they go ahead Alan. You're not paying them a million dollars. You don't have a million dollars. You know, so it's it's to me. Sometimes I look at the civil justice system with these with these civil cases and just say, it's all bullshit. Like, what are they going to do? They they they're going to throw you in jail. They're going to throw you in. And they're not coming a lot. It's a civil case and a civil judgment. You know. Well, what makes this one a little bit different is because it's a federal case. Mm -hmm. It doesn't fall under like a local jurisdiction. So they really, because I've, I've done a little bit of digging, a little bit of looking into it. They sure. can't come after our house. They can't, I don't think they can come after our vehicles. One or yeah, one car per person. And, but they can drain your bank accounts. They can harm everything. And I don't know that they would. I agree with you. I've heard stories like that as well. But I keep going back to, I think it has a bit more to do with creating criminal consequence at the federal level for free speech rights than it has to do with bankrupting our family. I think that it's a fun game along the way mm. and I expected it to have already happened. And it's probably irritating that we're still hanging in there. Um, I don't think they expected that. I think that threw them for a total curve, but um, you know, I, at first I thought they were punishing us, trying to make an example out of us, you know, whatever now i feel like it has so much more to do with stuff that we're not even paying attention to or know about um and like i feel like the level of consequence should terrify every american and that's why you may have seen uh and, and you may not have seen but earlier i posted a reel on instagram where i was pissed because alliance defending freedom hung up on me today and um you know, I've applied for for legal aid from their organization in the past, and they've denied the application. I've called to ask why, and they've said, well, we focus on religious freedoms under the First Amendment, not free speech, which we hear a lot. And I'm like, okay, well, what else, you know, what else can I do about that, right? Well, somebody else was said to talk to somebody at Alliance Defending Freedom today, and I should call and follow up on the conversation because it's been a couple of years 
maybe with the progression, they'd be interested in paying more attention to this fundraise substantially. And so I called and talked to somebody and she chewed me up and down and told me that there was nothing special about me. Um, Boo-hoo, so I'm a Christian conservative. Do I know how many other Christian conservatives out there there are? That doesn't qualify me to receive their resources. They have a very narrow scope of what they accept. And she wasn't um, required to explain to me why they didn't want to help us or wouldn't be helping us, and that she wouldn't be entertaining any more of the conversation, and she'd be disconnecting the call, and then she would call me. And I was so confused because this person was the person that spoke to the person who told me to call and try again. So, um, you know, okay, if it's not in your scope, it's not in your scope. You don't have to be a jerk. Um, you're going to be a jerk, okay, be a jerk. But it just leaves me wondering, why are you a First Amendment right defense organization, nonprofit fund, but you are dissecting and dismantling the First Amendment? You're fighting the progressive left that's doing it. They're trying to break it down in small pieces so that they can dismantle it and attack every angle of it so it ceases to exist. And then you're over here picking and choosing which parts of it you feel like defending and not. You can't have one without the other. And that's my beef with all of these nonprofits that we've applied to. Mm. And like you said, the conservative party is splintered and fractured and can't agree or doesn't have the resources are stretched too thin. I mean, the Democrats are so well organized. Resources. And, you know, I've just been so frustrated and disheartened. Our elected officials are saying that because it's a legal matter and they're lawmakers, they can't get involved. And I think that's absolute BS. Um, you know, it took me two years to even get that answer because they were just ignoring my calls, ignoring me. They'd see me in public and act like they cared and then not follow up. And then finally I get somebody to say, well, that's because it's a legal matter and we're lawmakers, so we can't get involved. But, well, but you swore to defend the constitution and I'm your constituent. So what, where's the exception or the loophole for when, you know, tyranny is yeah. involved or lawfare is involved or it is dismantling the constitution you swore to And like, why is it these problems? That's what drives me up the effing wall. Well, I'm with you on that. It, it, it drives me up a wall as well. And, and when you hear uh, this Christian organization deny you because you're not the only Christian conservative that has issues like that's the most discussed like Christians are some of the most persecuted people in the world in the world not just here in America but all over the world and the one that one leg up that Christians in America have is the first amendment and it, and it drives me nuts that a lot of Christians they bend the knee and give in all of the time with the first amendment we're not allowed to talk about God we're not allowed to talk about this and 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 they like okay well, well we just won't talk about it there we won't say it here and we'll, we'll just tiptoe around the subject and we can only go to like it it, it it sickens me and if anybody should be standing up for you guys it should be these Christian organizations, it should be them because they're they're the religion. The Christian religion depends on freedom of speech, the First Amendment, freedom of religion. Like it, it, it's so important to all religions, not just Christianity, but Christianity is so persecuted. And the fact that they just they don't care. They're like, ah, oh, whatever. And meanwhile, they're they're you know they're they're saying transgenderism is totally okay, and you know the. All, all these wild we go down that whole rabbit hole another time but it, it it makes me mad it infuriates me that they don't see the importance of what's happening to you because 
you know, I agree with Alan that civil cases in most cases are, are fucking nonsense. They're garbage. It's, it's a waste of time. They're literally trying to drain you and, and financially cripple you. That's really what their goal is. But at the end of the day, this is way bigger because it is a First Amendment issue. If they could do this to you, they could do it to anybody. And if they right. get away with it here, they're going to do it to every single person that they can do it to because the precedent has already been set. And, and, and like I said earlier, 99% of them aren't aren't even going to put up a fight. They're going to say, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. They're going to give up. And then the, the few the few people that do try to put up a fight, it's a losing battle because you 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 guys lost your battle. So, yeah. it, brother. And, and it, it drives me nuts. It drives me fucking nuts because this is such an important issue. And, and I, I love you guys for, for doing what you're doing because nobody, 99% of people wouldn't be doing it. And God chose you for a reason. Uh, you're two of the nicest people in the world. Serious. Yeah. I have to yell at Joey Lynn for calling me sir. She's a, a Southern Belle, and <laughs> I'm, not, I'm far from a sir. I'm a fucking big dumb idiot. You know, you know the other the other problem with these nonprofits is any of them. It's like there's no accountability. They raise money for whatever they're saying they're raising money for, but what are they actually doing with those funds? What are they actually doing to help with 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 whatever it is they say they're helping with. And that's all of them because there are so many. There are so many. And you, 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 you just – you don't know. And, and and when you're getting turned down by one nonprofit after another, it's like, well, then why are you here? What are you actually doing? So, like, I don't know if – I don't really know if, if this is his wheelhouse, but he's a very outspoken individual. You know, the, uh, he's got judicial watch, Tom Fitton. You know what you're – no, I don't know that. What's that? He wants Judicial Watch. Tom Fitton. He, he... Tom, Tom Fitton. He's the president of this uh, organization, Judicial Watch. He's he's yeah. the guy. He's always he's like he's like a buffed guy, and he's always in a shirt and tie. And you just Google dot Tom Fitton. Um, Superman. He he's, you know, I don't know if something like this is his wheelhouse, but he is a very outspoken pro-Trump pro. You know, uh, exposing the various organizations and just sh people that stuff that's going on. Um, you know, he's he's a he's a conservative activist and with a huge platform. He might be someone to reach out to, and I'm sure, like whether it's David Harris, they have a pipeline to him, or in that in that realm. You know, and it's um, you know what it is too. It's like. I believe there are people that just really don't know how to approach it because they don't really get what's happening. Like, take a minute and and and, fig and figure it out. And like, and as far as like various shows and podcasts, you know, people people do their what what they do, and it it's like, oh well, all right, I don't really know what to do with this. People are getting sued by people involved in the Biden administration or the Biden campaign. Like, what and and. Uh, Right now, it's, I think the main thing is the importance of getting the support to help you through this lawsuit. I mean, that's that's what what needs to happen. Um, and again, Not just you said you said something earlier, uh, Joey Lynn, about how the law. Democrats are very good at organizing. They're very good at playing lawfare. They blow it out of the park with with doing that they're always in lockstep which could be good and bad because i don't want everyone on the same side to be in lockstep with everything i like the different ideas and the different the problem is 
again in the conservative movement is you have this group over here listening to this guy. You have this group over here listening to this guy. And I don't just mean for election. I mean for everything and everything. And everybody's in their own wheelhouse. And it's like nobody's really communicating to try to pull everybody together and say, well, what are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about that? And I and I believe that's one of the big reasons the Republican Party fails when it, they go into the election cycle because there are just so many different wagons that people are hitching their rope to. And it's like, all right, we really have to figure this out. Otherwise, we're never going to win because the lawfare that the Democrats play outplay the lawfare that the Republicans try to play and don't play very well. I mean, the Republicans oh, don't play the, the lawfare yeah. game well at all. And it's embarrassing at times. Preach that. Yes. I think it's kind of by design uh, as well. I think they, they know exactly what they're doing. Uh, a lot of them, uh, these rhino uh, conservatives that, you know, truly are Democrats and are I playing. Even, I don't even mean rhinos, James. Like, I mean, like, just people have their, their hardcore convictions and they want it their way. And some of these conservatives get so closed minded. Like, I don't mean, like, I don't mean, hey, listen, the America First movement. Everybody, everybody. You're talking about the actual people. I'm not even talking about politicians. Yeah, I'm talking about from activists, the high-level influencers are – it's like, all right, they're all on the same team when they all show up at CPAC or they're all on the same team when they show up to this and they show up to that. But like in the midst of it all, they're really not on the same team and there's so much grifting going on. Like I've been tearing everybody apart lately. Like – like Jenna Ellis, I can't stand Jenna Ellis. Jenna Ellis is a fucking fraud. She's a grifter. She's a click and view slut. And that's all she is. She grifted off Trump's name as his attorney. She grifted off Rudy Giuliani on his name. Ended up with some stupid show on Salem and some cringy radio podcast. And she thinks she's an end-all-be-all. She's a fake fucking Christian. She's such a bag of shit. But she'll go on there and she'll have like Donald Trump on and say, oh, this is my favorite president. And then she'll have the influencer Bill Mitchell on, who's a piece of shit, talk to in the same hour, talk bad about Donald Trump and, and talk great about Ron DeSantis and all of this. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Charlie Kirk, garbage. I mean, all they're all garbage. And unless you're doing something to help or if you're do if if you're out there boots on the ground doing stuff you know whenever you can or if you're just sitting behind a microphone looking for the next sponsor or my pillow check i think you're a piece of shit like there are things out there you should be doing whether it's helping raise money for something good for, you know actively trying to 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 recruit young people into the conservative movement, you know, like take the New York Young Republican Club. They have to be the biggest and the baddest young Republican organization in the country. They are, I'm an associate member, and they, they literally are out trying to spread the word to younger the younger generation on conservatism is cool and this is why you should embrace it and yeah. not embrace communism and sit on your mother's couch. Like yeah. that's the activism I'm talking about. Again, 
when you have, you know, Sebastian Gorka, another another guy who like I, I'm a I'm a conservative business owner, knowing he he likes cigars and I send him cigars and say, Hey, try him out. And he says, Yeah, no problem. Listen, if you want me to post about it on Instagram, it'll cost you five thousand dollars for a post. Well, go, go fuck yourself, Sebastian Gorka. How about that? How about maybe you should help a conservative owned business who just gave you free cigars, like all of the guns. Go on Sebastian Gorka's Instagram and all of the guns he poses with, he does not pay for. The gun manufacturers make him guns and send it to him. And what does he do? These four, three, four, five thousand dollar rifle setups, he posts them on Instagram because it's all about a grip. I get Salem Media that calls me weekly trying to shake me down for money for my cigar company to advertise on Salem media shows. Steve Bannon's war room called me and wanted me to pay $20,000 a month so he can advertise my cigars on his show. I told him the fuck off too. And this is the problem with the conservative movement with the grifting. Okay. You're either going to do something or you're not. I'm not doing the fuck out you piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it pisses me off so much these people no alan it, it, I, I can't agree more i mean there's so many people that made that tens of thousands if not millions of dollars off of donald trump's name and now all of a sudden want to flip flip the switch they never cared about conservative values they never cared about america first they never cared about this country in the first place they cared about lining their pockets they cared about how many views and likes and how much ad revenue they can make and it's sickening it drives me nuts and 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 and, and look at what's going on, on in our country our country's falling apart at the seams it's falling apart at the seams they're attacking us in every fucking angle possible and none of people are doing a damn thing. Like, look at everybody that watched 2000 Mules. We all remember that documentary. They all sat there around in a circle. Oh, we're going to fight so hard to expose this and make sure everybody knows about this. Cricket. No one fucking says a freaking word. They do not care about you. They do not care about America. And it shows these people should be having you on for a five minutes. It's not even like you need a, 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 a 20 minute or a two hour show like we're doing right now. It, 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 it could be just a five minute segment just to get your story out and, and just to tell tell the people like, hey, they're, the government is attacking us. We're just average citizens. If they can do this to us, they're going to do this to you. It's coming, and and people don't realize this, and this is why I get so pissed off at anonymous accounts. It drives me nuts, and, and, and when you told me uh, in the beginning, I get why your friends don't want to get involved or the people that were on the train don't want to get involved, but it, it makes me mad because it's the, if, if they don't get involved now, soon someone's coming for them. Soon someone's going to come for them. It may not be this exact situation or scenario, but they're going to find something. They're going to say, oh, wait, he posted something on social media five years ago. To the gulag you go. To the gulag you go. I will say there was was a couple that was subpoenaed that was talking a lot of trash about us at first. When I, like one of my very first posts, I was like, we are getting sued. We don't know what is going on. And they shared my post and were like, scam alert. These are just scripters that want your money. This isn't actually happening. If this is actually happening, you would have heard about this in the news. And they're just making this up to steal your money. Wow. And they were people that we would have considered friends uh, at the time. And real friends are quick. And I was like, uh, no, absolutely. It's real. And they just doubled down on it and were 
trying to slander within that friend group. And forward two and a half years later, they were some of the ones subpoenaed. And they posted about it, like, wah, wah, look what's happened to us. And I commented on it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, it feels pretty real now, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. How real is it now? (laughs) I don't want this to affect other people. I really don't. And they're not defendants. But I was just thinking, this is the prime example of you saying, it doesn't affect me. not my problem. And then that problem your friends and family should be the first people standing at your side and saying i know these people i know the character of these people uh i i know what they're about i was uh, or i was there that day like we didn't do anything wrong like there's video footage like here's my video footage of what i got went on that day like this is what was happening i oh, guarantee no. can i just interrupt you speaking please. Of footage? please i'm sorry you're probably making a meaningful point no, um, never. He never makes meaningful points. Okay. I'm gonna railroad it. <laughs> you know it. I, I shut the fuck up if you don't. No, no, okay. So you know how we always get people who are like, I saw you run the bus off the road. You're such a terrorist. You should go to prison for the rest of your life. Because I saw you. I had a new one last week. Somebody said, <laughs> they're like, you should go to prison for kidnapping. And I was like, would you kidnap? Yeah, who'd you kidnap? We still don't know. We're not sure. But, but apparently we did it. <laughs> kidnappers now. We're kidnappers now. I think they think we kidnapped people on the bus. We ran them down, chased them down, knocked the bus off the road and kidnapped these people and then drove down to the bayou and fed them to the alligators. That's, that's the new story, guys. Yes, yes. It just amazes me that the mentality of the people that engage on our posts and in the comment section that are so sure that they're right and that they have all the facts straight and that they're convinced they saw it with their own eyes. Powered me. Listen, that's like every leftist on Twitter that thinks they they saw something or they heard something on the news, so it's true. And then when you when you bring in an alternative, not try to argue, but when you try to point out you know the alternative to it where no, this actually happened and here, no, they, then then you're just a conspiracy theorist, you're a liar, you're a traitor. You're yeah. a member. It's like on social media, it doesn't even it doesn't pay to um, to to engage with the comments. The only I'll I'll engage with other influencers who like who who dare to anyway. And 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 because that's my new thing now is I like to destroy some of these uh, so called conservative influencers. Oh, they're not that they're, they're bags of shit. Like the David Rubens, you know what? You're gay. You're not even conservative. Don't give me the bullshit. How now you hate Trump because little Ron DeSantis, who wears heels on his cowboy boots, sends you and your gay husband onesies for your kids that you shouldn't be having anyway. Okay, because a family should be a mother and a father. All right, give me a fucking break with all the people that are rallying around Blair White, who has a dick bigger than my arm. Okay, she's not a conservative. Let's stop with the bullshit. And that's the problem. What? Did you see her post the other day? She goes, uh, liberal liberal women have have, uh, bulges and mine has a different bulge or something like that. And she's got like a couple guns. And I'm like, and and, and, listen, and you know, she, she she makes, all right. So she makes some good points. She goes after all of these psycho pedophile trans, whatever they are. All right. But you know what? 
I actually used to watch Blair White, his show, maybe about a year, a little over a year ago, where he would actually give decent commentary on certain things. All right. But now all he does is look at and why and like do reactions to TikToks of what other people say about him. Like that's what you've become. Now you're another one. You got some studio, you're doing a podcast in, you yeah. pal around with Alex Jones and Mike Malice, but yeah. whatever, big deal. But it's just like they're all I I I I really I know. I I, I get really frustrated. Yeah. With, with this whole conservative media shit because right. it's and, a and small I, Hollywood. It's a political Hollywood. And shit. It's like it's 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 conservative Disneyland and, yeah. and it's 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 toxic a lot of the time. Yes, it is. And I hate when like I find somebody new and I'm coming and I like them and then you see that switch. They like they link up with somebody uh, organization wise, they're an ambassador for organization. You know, you just watch it tick. But you meet them in person. Like that that was the thing for me. And and you know I say to our audience all the time, and I, I one of my one of the most important things for me doing a show like this is to be authentic. Right. When you meet these conservative influencers and these people that are big in the movement. And you find out that it's all an act, it's all yeah. fake, and they're not really that way in real life. Like yeah. everything is just to make money. Like yeah. my compliment that I get from some of the fans or the people that listen uh, when I when I have the it's awesome meeting people and people. It's the coolest thing in the world. It's actually weird when people come up to you and you're like, oh my god, you're James from We the People. Like it's fucking weird. But one of my favorite compliments I've ever got was you're the same on on air as you are off air. Mm-hmm. I love that. Because I don't, I don't want to be any different. I, I want, I just want to give you who I am and tell you what I think and give you my opinion. You could like it or love it. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of here. I don't care. But if you, if you like it, hang around and 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 we'll have some fun and we'll get a little weird and we'll make some funny. <laughs> uh, but but it, it's it's crazy to me how fake and gay nine. I would say ninety five percent of these people are. I had the pleasure of meeting David Harris. Uh, David Harris is a real dude. He was a cool dude. I sat down with him. He was he was actually a pretty solid dude, and I'm glad he's still seeing the importance of of, of a lot of these. It's it, listen. I, I get it. People are doing this, and they 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 end up doing it full time, and you know, next thing you know, they're 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 making money with sponsors and stuff, and that's all well good. That's fine. That's great. But if you're gonna do it, I just I do it meaningful and not just for the click to view and hope that someone you know, buy something that you're selling, like, you know, but like, what are you adding to the conversation? Are you just parroting bullshit that everyone else is saying, or do you actually have, and, or, or do you have something meaningful about a certain subject? Like, what is your actual view? Like I went into this whole podcasting world as I want to talk about everything that's going on for people to really think for themselves. You know, it's like the, the, the big thing was you think for themselves, I'm an average Joe Blow American. I'm a fucking nobody, right? You're and a I CIA just, handler, Alan. Yeah, I'm a CIA handler. It's all a psyop. And I I just just want to, you know, you know, I, just, just just talk to people. I just just talk about what's going on. You know, I was in Facebook jail, whatever else. I've met so many, you know, great people doing this, except James. He's not great. And then... <laughs> 
you know, just what, what can I do? Can, can I reach one person every show where they're saying, you know what? Not that, not that you have to agree with everything I'm saying, the context of what I'm saying. But can one person at least say, you know what? I want to look more into that. I want to do my own research. I want to figure out things for myself. And that, that to me is, is worth it. And that to me is doing something not, Oh, Hey, by the way, you should use this fancy water purifier that I sell or that, that I get money for every time you buy it. All right. Everybody has a my pillow code, big fucking deal. All right. All right. Every, everybody, I, I sell cigars. But, it, you know, I'm not here doing a show to try to sell cigars, which, by the way, you should go to MyPatriotCigars.com. <laughs> no, but, but, but here's the thing, Alan. Someone could come to you, like, let's just say, just hypothetically, you know, uh, a big news organization, like a uh, conservative news organization was like, hey, Alan, we're going to give you $10 million a year to do your show on our network, but you can't say this, that, or this. No, I'm you're, not interested because I didn't gonna, have $10 million yesterday. You're going to tell them to go fuck yourself. Like yeah, they could I'm not interested. A billion dollars. If, if, if I can't run my show how I want to run my show and say what I want to say, you can go fuck yourself because yeah. the, the message is way more important than any dollar amount. Like uh, it's very important that, that any sponsors that we get for the show are products and things that we would use and we we believe in. But but at the same time, if any of that conflicted with the message or stopped us from doing what's truly important, because at the end of the day, if 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 you guys lose your 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 lawsuit, if you guys lose your case, our First Amendment is is, is virtually dead. It's 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 literally teetering as it is with social media and how they treat us and how censored and how shadow banned every is everybody is. Um, but it, it it's it's virtually dead and and we have no leg to stand on because now they're going to come after us not just through social media but through the courts and through legal yes. legal action. Okay, yes. we're going to start to see people getting arrested for their social media posts. And yes that they said and it may not even be recent it may be things that they said during the 2020 election or things that they said during january 6th they weren't there they just they just texted it out and put it out in the social media like that's how how things work and if if if, if you care all you care about it the money is the money right now when when our country is truly dead if we really lose this war which i'll tell you right now i don't believe that i think we're going to come out on top we're going to win uh, God always wins, but I, I think we're truly going to see a golden age in our country and in the world. But let's just say we don't. And these people that are just grifting off this movement, what's that grift for? Why, 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 why do you care so much about money when our, we have nothing to live for? We have no country, we have no culture. Everything that we were fighting for is now dead because they want us to live like peasants. They want a, a ruling class and peasants. That's what their, 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 their goal is, and that's what they're trying to accomplish. The middle class will be dead. Our average American, the American dream, is, is virtually gone already, but it will be completely dead at that point. Yeah. I, I do want to be clear. Like, All right. It, when we talk about sponsors and buying things and stuff like that. I do think it is important to support conservative owned businesses, real conservative owned businesses that like with their business, they're doing things through their business to benefit certain things, whether it's, you know, well, like, like veteran suicide or, or things like that, where, 
wow, this business, I'm going to buy so-and-so from this company because they're doing this and they, they stand for that. And they're not leftist woke piece of shit organization. Or you have people that are fighting legal battles who might be selling some merchandise, who might to, to fund a legal battle to say protect free speech, like you guys. Like that that's important. That's not grifting to enrich yourselves. Like that that's something where this is actually going towards a legal battle, an unbelievably large legal battle to 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 one obviously protect yourself and your family but again to fight for free speech because if they can do it to you they can do it to me they can do it to us they can do it to everybody and again it's when they say vote with your dollars like i'm not a boycott guy but it's you what you bought if you you're buying from this company and you're buying this product it's because you're 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 supporting that whatever patriot owned business, conservative owned business, and things like that because you know that they're not taking their money and giving it to organizations that are say supporting you know uh, a genital mutilation of children or or drag queen story hour or you know Black Lives Matter bullshit and things like that. So or they're expecting to make money like like yeah, like. Yeah. like like the, the the typical guy who uh, the all right he has a show he's got a big show and he's selling t-shirts and stuff like that okay but what are you doing you're just talking to people and building a following so you can sell some stuff to make money like uh, you know that and i guess if that's what you want to do for a living I, I i guess i can't judge you but in in a sense it's like but are you doing anything positive for the movement what message are you portraying i don't I think they are in some senses and you have to be very, it's, it, it, you have to be very yeah. careful. You have to be very careful because it, it is very important. Our news and our media is so corrupt and, and, and so evil and so involved in everything that's going on. And look at the message that they're putting out about you guys, that you're literally KKK members and you're like these evil white, right wings, white supremacists. Like you it couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. And you know, we need we need independent journalists to step yeah. up, ind independent commentators to step up, because at the end of the day, people have short attention spans. Like if you're just constantly just doing the news and presenting the news, some people don't want to watch that. They, they, they'd rather listen to like a, a discussion or a conversation that's that's a little bit more entertaining rather than, in, you know, strictly news. So everybody has a role and everybody has a, a, a place in this movement. And you but and you need to support those that are uh trying to get out the truth and, and trying to get out the information but you have to be very smart and you have to be you have to be, have discernment in who you're giving your money to yeah. you like oh this guy's really really big just because everybody else is watching him i'm going to give him a couple bucks a month and buy something from him you have to see if they truly believe in what they're doing and most of them don't you have to be very very careful and 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 that goes with politics as well that goes with who you give your money to as far as politicians goes to charity foundations like when you guys mentioned yeah. earlier this is a charity foundation and they didn't want to help you and i wanted to ask you have you done because i did this me i started a 501c3 and me and my old co-host nick and we still might do this this still might be on the table ladies and gentlemen I'm trying to talk them into it but we started a 501c3 we were going to skateboard across the country from venice beach california to point pleasant new jersey and we were going to do it to raise money for autism my uh, gosh yeah, it was gonna be a, it was gonna be an awesome, awesome trip. Uh, but it, we were trying to raise three million dollars for three different organizations. And when we were researching those organizations that we were gonna donate the money to, 
I started to realize how how corrupt the uh, charitable foundation industry is. It's it's a giant loophole because there's no there's no regulation. You could literally hi- put everybody on the board and be like, all right, we're paying your your salary is three three million dollars a year. Yours is seven, and then you pay them off of all of the donations that you make, and then all of a sudden, whatever's left over actually goes to the cause. That you're trying to actually help. UNICEF isn't UNICEF like one of the biggest corrupt organizations out there? The breast cancer, the pink ribbon, they yeah. donate like seven percent. They donate like seven percent. So you have to be very, very careful with these charitable foundations because it's also a tax. It's a tax loophole as well. They'll donate all of their money to their own charity and then they'll pay themselves from their own charity with the money that they donated. Like it's a ju- there, there's so many loopholes that these guys find out. And I started to realize like these big charitable foundations, like the pink ribbon foundation, the, the Susan B Anthony or whatever it's called is a giant grift. They just make billions of dollars off of people from donating money. And they donate very, very little amount of money that they actually raise to their actual cause. So and this I- is why I should have, when I became, I, I, I spent $40 online. I became an ordained minister. And I said, you know what? I should open up a church. So I can get everything tax free. I can just go tax exempt and call. Well, I'm going to open up the Church of the Orange Man. I'm going to have a big. I'm going to have a big 20 foot sculpture of Donald Trump in front of the church. And just, just, just now, I don't have to pay taxes anymore because you know that's another scam. Not giant loophole, but, but, but this is what I was curious if you've actually looked into their financials and looked at into how much they actually donate and how much actually goes to the cause that they're representing because. I wouldn't be surprised. The majority, the majority of the foundations that were like two of the foundations that we were donating to, we knew the people personally. Like we we knew the people personally because I did so much research on the like autism speaks. All these foundations, like they don't donate as much as they as much as you think they would do because they give these people these crazy salaries and pay themselves boatloads of money. So we were going to donate to this company called Green Vision, and he employed. Uh, autistic children who got out of school because once they get out of school, they had nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would break down old electronic equipment and uh, him and his partner would sit in the middle of the square table and uh, they wouldn't allow, they weren't allowed to ask him for help. They'd have to at work with each other because that's one of their disabilities is social skills. And they had to break down this electronic equipment. And uh, he wanted to expand to be a nationwide company. So we were going to help donate to him. And the other, the reason why we did it was because uh, another foundation called A Skate. This little boy, uh, Sasha, he had, he had autism, and his mother uh, had a heart heart issue, and uh, she was really struggling to raise him because she just had heart surgery. She was 22 years old, and her boyfriend at the time was a professional skateboarder and introduced Sasha to skateboarding. He fell in love with it. She started the A Skate Foundation, did a whole documentary, and we, my co-host Nick, helped fund the documentary, and uh, and we were going to give them some of the money as well, but. Uh, we pick those organizations because most a large majority of these organizations were not donating or uh, giving a very large portion of their proceeds to the cause. Oh, look at the doggo! <laughs> he took Robert's spot. <laughs> oh, he's better looking than Robert anyway. Look, no. at, look at that mustache that Robert has. Get out of here. <laughs> How so, well, I haven't looked into those organizations and i love that you brought that up because i know better right I, like places you have your mind is all over the place you have so many things that you're worried about but, but as, soon, as soon as you made that video today i was like oh i'm gonna bring that up tonight you're and I'm right. gonna- no you're right and i would love to know that 
and who some of their primary donors are, their biggest donors are, um, would be interesting to me as well. Um, but I had, I had that thought hadn't even crossed my mind, but puts my mind at ease a little bit. You're right. I think I put too much faith in people, politicians, organizations. I have a naive amount of hope and expectation. And um, this last three years have just shot holes in all of it. Um, and I'm just <laughs> realizing what people's character is like or how organizations really are set up to. So, um, you know, I feel like I hope that we can always maintain a level of transparency with people where they have us and don't ever uh, question our method or our mission. Um, you know, we we have the Biden is the worst merchandise set up under an LLC because we know we're under a microscope, right? We're under a lens. And so anything we're selling, we're paying taxes on and we're doing it the right way. Uh, with the fundraiser, we are set up through gifts and go, and we pay into a we transfer the money out into a trust fund that our attorney manages that we put our legal defense fund. Their right. gifts and go is linked down below, by the way. Uh, just and what's the what's the website you guys have? It's freespeechdefender.com. Right. And um, that's because we really want to continue defending free speech. We have hit so many brick walls with elected officials or nonprofits uh, that aren't defending it. They say they specialize in the first amendment or whatever, whatever. They talk out of both sides of their mouth. It's not happening. So at first we just wanted to get a win for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted a win for our family. We knew we didn't do anything wrong and that was worth fighting for. And then it just started to become clear that God called us to an area that didn't have uh, any resources yeah. in our party, none. And it's such an important piece of our constitution in America. And it's just floating out in the middle of nowhere. It's a triangle, like, not to touch it. Nobody wants to get involved when it's under attack. This is insane. So I feel like what God brought us to was something very important that we can be a part of. Um, and I hope that it honors our founding fathers and the freedom we have in Jesus for generations to come. I hope it becomes something huge. I hope that they just totally woke something up in us that impacts Americans' freedoms and rights for generations to come. So what, 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 what's going on like – are you guys just kind of now in a lull? You're waiting for a decision on uh, the appeal for the dismissal, and then just now, and, and knowing that there's a trial date in December. Court. I mean, that's. Well, I mean, it's, it's quite a ways off, but it'll be here before you know it. Like, is is that pretty much where you're at now? Well, we're waiting for them to um, for the discovery phase to go. You know, to be completed. I don't. I should know, but I don't know exactly how long that's supposed to take. Um, and in the meantime, I, our attorney, he's trying to um, fight the protective order. Um, he said there's a lot going on on the back end. I just, I don't really know exactly what that is. And we're not privy to a lot of it because we're, it's more confidential and we're in the dark. So yes, we are in a lull. It's a long drag, dragged out process anyways. We're prepared that court date, which is set for December 11th, 2023, will probably be 
delayed, pushed back, pushed into 2024, definitely use 2024 elections as um, media. Paid. I mean, we're like completely prepared to be politicized for several more years. Do you, do you think, um, uh, well, ha- is your attorney prepared? I, I would imagine the answer has got to be yes. The, the people that are involved, are they going to, or have they yet, are they going to be deposed? There's going to be depositions scheduled and things like that. Do you, you guys going to have the depositions you think, or is, is this just going to go right to trial? Oh, I'm sure there'll be depositions. He was talking about, he didn't say who, but he was talking about it with me at some point. Right. Um, so I'm sure it's going to happen. I mean, the fact that you guys are kept in the dark and aren't your lawyer ha- can't tell you what's going on is the craziest thing in the world to me. Like that seems like such an unfair trial uh, that you're not able to like, I, I, what does your lawyer say about all of this? Like what, like, like what's his advice as to like what's going on? Because if he's able to see some of this evidence, like he has to see that there's other videos proving your innocence and be like, yo, like this is nonsense. Like we're, we're, they're just dragging everything out. Like I, I, I just don't understand what he could be telling you. Uh, that's so dangerous for you guys to know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. I know that he said we're trying to fight that protective order really hard, and you know, get enough ammunition to get that part overturned. Um, because people do deserve to need to know or deserve to know, as well as you know, we deserve to know what's what we found. Yeah, you're, you're what you're being charged for. Like, what are the crimes? Like, please show me the crime that I committed. You say you have video footage. Well, where is this video footage of, the, of, of me committing a crime? Literally, all we did was drive next to a bus on a highway with a, a flag of an opposing party. There's literally nothing illegal. And and uh, the fact that they're saying that you intimidate them is the craziest thing. Where's Where is that footage? Show me. Uh, because it'd be very easy to prove that. Like if you tried to, if you actually drove your car and tried to drive the bus off the road, probably wouldn't end up well for you guys. One, uh, two, uh, (laughs) where's that footage? Like, where is it? I feel like if that footage actually existed, they wouldn't be doctoring photos from somebody else to try and make it look like something it wasn't. They're marking it confidential. 100%. I feel like I should know this, but what jurisdiction is the trial going to take place in? Why don't I? Western, Western District of Texas. So that's so in Austin. Austin. Okay, so how far how far away is that for you guys? Probably about forty five minutes. Oh, not that oh, not that far. Yeah, many California is not too far away. Yeah, California and Texas. Yeah. 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 In the same way, it's it's California two point over yes. here. <laughs> it's wild and three of our peers in Austin. Yeah. Well, I mean, our biggest thing right now, though, is that we're trying to, like I said, we had, we had requested, uh, filed that motion to dismiss again, and then if, if the judge did not want to grant that, all we tried to ask was, can this be moved along to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals um, to where they can have a look at it? Because there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of case law, not a lot of precedents for this type of case. So mm-hmm. what we're asking is, hey, can we speed the process, get them involved? Because they're going to get involved no matter what. If we win, the plaintiffs are going to, you know, they're going to appeal that decision. If we lose, we're going to appeal that decision. So why not save everybody some time and money and ask them if they'll get involved right now? That's that's not what they care about. They're, they're entirely well, they care about financially draining us along the process. Right. Yeah, they... They're not going to get they're not going to get any money at the end of the day. 
like they have 20 attorneys. They've got, you know, two nonprofits funding this entire lawsuit. If I had to guess, they've already spent millions of dollars probably, mm -hmm. you know, just, just doing all the stuff that they've done. Um, so at the end of the day, where's that, money? you know, if they were to win, where would that money come from? I don't have that kind of money. Exactly. They're suing, they're suing all of us put together don't have as much money as they've already spent. They they probably are all in in the know. Like they all know that this is a losing case. They probably all know that, that this is like this is just a waste of time. And they're all collecting their checks, and they're gonna try to jam me up any way possible. And this is why they're dragging it out as long as possible because they know they have nothing. They're like, okay, well, the only way that we can actually hurt these people because they're just average Americans. They're they're just trying to support their family and and do what every average American tries to do, and uh, they can't support themselves if we financially drain them and drag this out in, in litigation and all this nonsense uh, because they're just average Americans. They're not, you know, it's not like you're rolling in dough and over here just crushing at life. Like it'd be nice. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, and the thing is, you know, that I, that I always think kind of think back on is they don't really have any skin in the game. The people who are suing us, I guarantee they haven't spent a dime out of their pocket because it's all being funded from somewhere else. Oh, it's by the taxpayers and by nonprofits. Right. Like, so they're not, you know, they're not really paying to sue us. They're no taking other people's money and using that to pay to try and sue us. Well, they're campaigning on it also. Those nonprofit websites, we've talked about this marketing, have like those cartoon characters of us with the Ku Klux Klan hoods with guns on our chest and better flags next to the bus calling us Ku Klux Klan and saying they're fighting voter intimidation. So donate now. It's, it's, it's hysterical that they call you guys KKK members. And it's, it's so funny. Cause we were again, to, I, this is, I think when they cut us off, we were talking about last Friday, uh, you know, how the KKK was a, a, a Democrat, uh, the, the military arm of the Democrat party back in the day, when this rule, when this law was instilled by the Republican party, mind you, like this was created by the Republican party because the KKK was intimidating, not, not just black people, but white Republican voters with the KKK to not vote. Uh, and it's so funny that they're bringing this back on you. Meanwhile, our president uh, gave a eulogy uh, for, yeah. for, uh, yeah a KKK member. Actually, here it is right here. Oh, I got a... What is going on here? I hate everybody. We can't have nice things. <laughs> I'm excited to see this. Love this uh, <laughs> oh, this is the one he gave for that Grandmaster or whatever, right? Or whatever he's called. Rob, Robert, Robert Byrd. Uh, he was the exalted Cyclops uh of of the kkk he was a and that's what his title was um so here we go why is oh, what the fuck is going on with my keyboard my keyboard's freaking out uh, well i guess yeah it, it, it it's it's not gonna work <laughs> the moment's passed I, the, I, I got it alan ready <laughs> it's working. It's like I'm showing it anyways. Where's that, where's that SpongeBob? Two hours. You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. Oh my god. Mm -hmm.
was a parliamentary library, a keeper of the institution of the Senate, and he was the institution itself. But to me, and many people here today, like guys I see, Bill Bradley and Jim Sasser, who long left the Senate for greener pastures, and I hope better remuneration. We used to kid about that too, but I, uh, for a lot of us, he was a friend. He was a mentor and he was a god. A mentor, god. KK and oh. Cyclops in the KKK confirmed. Like this is not a conspiracy. This is not like make believe. This guy gave the eulogy for him, and and they're now using this KKK law uh, to come and attack you. It's it's common. see right that robert bird's a democrat why are we trying to say that the party's flipped <laughs> i mean oh they, they just got together one day the, the the republicans were like hey you know what democrats you know there's you know uh, a couple hundred of us uh we we don't want to be uh republicans anymore can we switch parties and all of the democrats they all got together were like yeah you know what we don't want to be democrats we're going to shake hands and just switch and just like what year did that happen what right. year it all because like let's be it, it, as as much as we know it's 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 been rigged for a long time uh and some of these senators and congressmen and women have been in office for literal decades since well <laughs> well before i mean some, some of them go back to back when you know uh segregation was still uh going on some of these these congressmen and women and senators uh, oh, yeah. you know and they're sitting here saying that oh they just switched they just they just switched have you ever put that many people in a room and they all unanimously agreed on something? Not one person said. Okay. The other day they agreed on on releasing the where the origins of the China virus came from, which is awfully weird. Uh, they all, all unanimously agreed on that. But that again, again, that what that wasn't weird. That was by design because now they don't have to answer to their constituents in their districts on why they did not vote to release the origins of COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all a scam. Let me, well, and I wanted to ask, but like before we have to let them go, because I know we were like hitting an hour and a half with them. What is your take on uh, on old Donald Trump with the looming indictment uh, out of uh, out of Manhattan? They're not going to get him. Of course, I don't, they're I don't think they're going to do anything. I think they're going to arrest him and, and do everything for optics, but there's they got nothing. Well, so they, I, so I mean, they're going to they're going to come out with an indictment, and it's going to be nonsense. And like they're not putting handcuffs on the guy; they've already established that. But the thing is, is like so much surrounding it. Like literally, one, they're trying to manipulate, make it a, a misdemeanor to a felony to beat the statute of limitations. And it's like th th there's there's no there's no basis behind it at all. And you know what, what cracks me up? I don't know if you guys are following it at all. Is all of these people like on the left, and even some of these, even some uh, never Trump or Republicans, were like, well, th they don't understand what the indictment's for. Like they're literally thinking, well, you got what people over here saying, oh, he's getting indicted for the stuff that happens in that, that that's happening in Georgia. No, that's not what this is for. Oh, they're 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 going after him for for the the documents at Mar-a-Lago. No, nobody's like 
seems right. to to figure out what it's for. When, when it, it, I mean, it's it, it's blatant. We know what it's for. It's the bullshit. It's, it's the so same bad. thing that Hillary Clinton did with the Steele dossier, and she paid a fine for it. She hid the payment as legal fees. Right. And even even listen. Even if this was true, even if Donald Trump paid off horseface Stormy Daniels, even if he did just to protect the family, to right. protect himself, because listen, high level people pay to have their 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 name scrubbed from the internet in certain in certain instances where you know bad bad publicity and things like that like it happens to say that there isn't a possibility that Donald Trump paid this woman that fine and 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 his lawyer Michael Cohen who by the way went to jail um put it as legal fees the same thing that Hillary Clinton's campaign did with the Steele dossier eight you know eight hundred and fifty thousand whatever it was and, and paid a fine. Yeah, so like, it's a joke. It's I, an absolute joke. Would you? Would you see? This is my my take on it. I don't. They're not looking for convictions. They're not even looking for trials. They're not looking for any of that. They're looking to bombard him with this because all right. So there's there's this. I got this from a pretty pretty tight inside source, right? From from someone that knows the plan to take down 45 it's what they're calling it in the in, in in the dc swamp is they can get this indictment out and then in a few weeks or a few maybe a few a few months down the road get an indictment or indictments out of georgia for the election integrity bullshit about that they're already that's already rumblings are already coming out of that yeah absolutely but however the georgia thing is also people have to understand there's a special grand jury. They can't issue indictments. What they can do is they can recommend the indictments, which they've already done. They've recommended a slew of indictments, right? And then, of course, they want to try the RICO thing. And in order to do that, you have to have a, a bunch of indictments, and they all have to be tied together in conspiracy and bull bracketeering. But then that's the second set of indictments. And then down the road, they want to see if they can get federal indictments from the January 6th committee and their referrals to the DOJ. Because now he has these three indictments or more looming that it will it, – it, it'll it'll take his attention off the campaign and running for president where they right. would hope that he has to back out so that he can he – can, he, can, he can focus on staying out of prison. Donald Trump isn't going to prison. No. And – and then, and then have the financial burden. Oh, another guy who will have the financial burden of paying probably millions of dollars in legal fees. Yes. Who knows? You know, at, at this level. Yes. He's in a better position to handle that than you guys are. So, literally, in the in the in the in the grand jury in Manhattan, they have in the grand jury they have ten attorneys sitting at the prosecutor's table for literally a misdemeanor. Or a low-level felony. They have. They're using ten prosecutors. The Manhattan DA's office. Okay. I got that from a good source too. Within the Manhattan DA investigation unit, like literally, they have ten attorneys sitting at the prosecution desk in the grand jury room, and they've already. They're not even interested in hearing the truth. They've already apparently made decisions on what's going to go on, and it's 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 just it's. It's all fake and fake. Once he get the indictment comes in, I believe he goes up in the polls fifteen percent. 115 points he goes up in the polls it's gonna be amazing yeah I, and i i truly believe this listen when you have democrats when you have chris rock when you have these leftist democrats saying why are you doing this you're only going to make them more popular because now the media has to cover it i mean that's what they're going to do 
He's going to be the political martyr of, of, of the conservative movement. Of the, you know, like why, why would they think this is a good idea? Meanwhile, there hasn't been one arrest for the Epstein trials or any of those, any of those. No. Yeah, there's not, not, not one whatsoever. It's, it's, I, I could walk up to you at high noon at an ATM machine in Times Square and stick a gun in your mouth and beat the shit out of you and take every dollar you took out of the ATM machine, get arrested and be home in time for dinner. That you can do in Manhattan. That, that, that's okay. No, it's really, that's real. That's, like, no, that's true. I'm not even exaggerating. San Francisco is the same way. Like it, it's, it's all like that. It's, it's, it's very, it's very real. And it's, fucking crazy what's going on in this world and, and what people care about. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be setting a precedent. I really do. I think it's going to be a very good thing. Like Alan said, he's going to go up 15 points. I think when election time comes, it's going to be even bigger. Uh, it's going to be a landslide for, for, for Don Donnie. Let but me what- ask y'all this. We were, we were discussing this earlier and I'm curious y'all's opinion where Trump made a statement about the indictments happening. And then um, called for the people to protest. And yes. then on social media, you see, again, splintered conservatives, right? Some of them are posting, that's just a bait. That's bait. Just like January 6th, don't take it. The FBI is going to arrest you. And then you've got the other people saying, we absolutely have to get out there and peacefully protest. Mm-hmm. This is our constitutional right. And how else do we have our voices heard? And if we don't do it, they've already won. Where do y'all fall on that? So um, I... I think the people that are saying, and that, listen, there are some influential people out there who I respect, who I've met, who I like, who I talk to from time to time, who say, don't go out and protest. And I don't agree with them. So all because, oh, it's it's January 6th, 2.0. Uh, focus on this. Focus on that. Don't don't go out there and 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 protest. So that is our that is our constitutional right to peace peacefully assemble, correct? So yes. on Monday. It was it was within 24 hours. The New York Young Republican Club put out to to have a protest in downtown Manhattan at the courthouse. It was 24 hours. They had 100 people show up, 300 reporters. All right, and the report and of course all the negative press. Oh, they had nobody there. They had 100 people in a, in, <laughs> le- in less than 24 hour notice. And what they don't realize is they didn't publicly talk about this protest. No, no, no. They sent emails out on the email list for people to come out, all right? They text people. I was getting text messages. I was getting emails. Hey, you should come to this. Not publicly protest to to come out because it's a way now. We're smarter than this. And if you're going to have a protest, and I encourage it, don't make it public on social media. If you have a circle that you can get the information out and have that peaceful protest, then do it. It's a way now of vetting who shows up. You still might get an infiltrator here and there, but you know what? They got there, 100 100 people, and it was peaceful. People were smiling. People were happy. You had some agitators that showed up and counter-protested, which there was conversations back and forth. There was not one fist thrown. There wasn't one person grabbed. There wasn't one arrest or one injury. And they proved that it can be done. And then, of course, you're going to get the optics from the left and even some idiots on the on the right who, again, who hate Trump. are like, look what Donald Trump's doing, just like he did on January 6th. He's telling them to go protest. So it's all nonsense. And what is, what is the Manhattan DA's office doing? The Manhattan DA's office is taking that and saying, well, 
we're ready in New York City, the Manhattan Borough President, we're ready in New York City. We're not going to have another January 6th with all these people that are going to come and try to storm the, the courthouse and cause problems and violence and everything else. And it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. So again, it's another double-edged sword. If you're going to do it, be smart about it. But if, if, if you want to do it, be smart about it and just make sure Make sure you're doing the right thing, knowing that there, there are people out there that would like nothing more than to bait you into doing something bad. The left wants violence. The Democrats yes. want violence. They're yearning for violence so they could say, look what they did again. Look what they're doing now and what they'll continue to do. These people are dangerous. They're an infection on our society like a cancer, and they have to be cut out for the MAGA Republican insurrectionists they are. And honestly, if there are people that are actual Trump supporters that can't get that through their fucking thick head and are going to become emotional and are going to react and are going to do something stupid, if you think that that might happen to you, then yeah, you stay the fuck home. But if not, and you can do it, and th and, and there's a protest or there's a, there's a peaceful gathering, by all means, you should attend. You should attend. And I, 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 I condemn anyone that says, Hide in your homes because the FBI is going to come after you. Yep. So, so here's what I'll say first and foremost: by it, absolutely not are we promoting to go out and be violent or or do any harm to any individuals or property. That, that, that for all the FBI agents that are listening, that is not what we're calling for. We're actually calling for the complete opposite. Alan's 100% right. January 6th was uh, a multifaceted tool. Not only were they able to persecute. Uh, innocent Americans and jail them and hold them prisoner for long periods of time, put them in solitary confinement. We all know the story, uh, but it also is discouraging us from gathering or protesting ever again. And if we, if we do, if they arrest Donald Trump for this misdemeanor, if they could do this to him and attack him, like this DA is literally, there's no crimes. He's been, he's just been having t teams work around the clock, trying to figure out a way to charge Donald Trump. Like that's literally, he even said it in interviews. Like I'm going to get him. He wrote a book about it, um, which is illegal by the way. He's not even allowed to write a book about the things that he wrote a book about. Um, but if they're able to get away with this, they're going, it, it is going to be very, very bad for, average Americans for patriotic yep. Americans for American first Americans yep. uh, very very difficult and if we're too scared and too cowardly to yep. stand up and and be vocal and, and Alan's right you have to be smart and if there is people that are infiltrating keep this in mind guys if people are infiltrating and they're acting violently or they're calling for violence immediately take out your phone start recording them stop them from from doing any of the violence stop them from destroying property but m record them report them immediately because uh, because these people are more in most cases are not like us the more the more videos that are coming out you can see these guys in army helmets that are masked up they look typical like an typical antifa characters that are smashing the windows at the Capitol, and we're seeing patriots come out and trying to stop them we need uh, to have our, our yeah. own videos of this we need to film it and when you film it broadcast it everywhere be like hey look these look like infiltrators and they're trying to cause violence don't let them get away with it but we need to stand up for our country we need to fight up fight for our freedoms and let our voices be heard it is our constitutional right to protest, to peacefully gather and, and make sure that our, uh, that our elected officials, the people that are working for us, 
have our best interests in mind and aren't trying to persecute us and, and, and take us down for ridiculous charges. It's insane. And if this can happen to a former president, it can happen to anybody. But at the same time, if they could do this to Donald Trump, guess what? They could do it to Barry. They could do it to Joey sure. Barry Donuts, and they could do it to anybody else. And guess what? They committed real crimes. They didn't just commit some fucking. Oh, I paid. I paid off a porn star to keep her hush hush. Joey Bag of Donuts is in big big trouble with the Hunter Biden laptop, and you know ten percent of the big guy. And every single day, another report comes out of you know three million dollars to Haley Biden, a million dollars to another unknown Biden family member. Uh, it's coming out every single day. So precedents are being set. So I, I, I welcome them to uh, arrest Donald Trump. And, and I will say we need to protest. I, I'm with Alan. I can't I, video, video and report to be clear, video and report and broadcast. Don't even try to stop people because that's where that's where you're that is where and unless listen, unless you got unless you're saving somebody's life is getting their their brains beat in. But you, you see somebody doing stuff, video and report, because it, it is not any of our jobs to stop somebody. Again, if you see somebody getting the shit beat out of them and you want to be the good Samaritan and help them, that's on you. But realize that once you engage in that, you are involved. It's always better to get the footage, to get to, to, to video and, and just report it and broadcast it. That, that that's That's what needs to happen. And if you're going to... If you're going to have a peaceful protest, whether you're an organizer or you're going to attend, contact your local media and tell them about it and say you should be there and be reporting on it. You should you should be you should be videoing it also. So it's you know, but yes, I I that is our constitutional right is to say what we want, which you guys are fighting desperately in court to protect mm -hmm. for all of us and to to peacefully assemble under the Constitution of the United States. That's our right. And, so I want to I want to end on a on a little lighter note because we've been talking about some heavy stuff. What's going on with you guys, and uh, you know what's to come in our country because you know our country's teetering on disaster, um, and and this has to do with your fight. And I love what you guys are doing. Uh, well, I should say Alex's son Jude and your son Jude. I gotta get Robert. You're raising <laughs> raising Alex's son. What is going on? Uh, I I can't get enough of your son Jude. He is hysterical, and I, I want to play this video for our audience because this this kid is a, a a superstar in the making. Look at let's check out Jude and uh, and what he's up to. Alex Stein is my biological father, and here's why. <laughs> Ukraine and I go insane. Yo, it's my favorite big booty bulldog. There it is. It's my favorite big booty bulldog. Look, 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 look. Selfie. Hot, 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 like a tamale. Got my, <laughs> got my McDonald's. Picture of help. My body, my book. Are you also in favor of it's a mini pimp on a blimp. <laughs> this is me. I made it. Woo! This fly is down there. We just found out that Alex Stein is Jude's dad. Oh! <laughs> child support. I don't have any money. I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, 
Tucker Carlson is his bear brother, so that is good. So he's got Tucker for child support. Contact Tucker Carlson. Oh, it's so good. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed the short Alex Stein comedy skit. Um, my parents are getting sued for exercising free speech under the Ku Klux Klan law. If you want to follow our story, go to freespeechdefender.com. You can also get some cool Biden is the worst merch. Thanks for watching. Oh, it is a true superstar, and Biden is the worst. Yes. I got the I got the autographed. I got the autographed version. That was so ridiculous and fun. <laughs> the only hat we've ever autographed. <laughs> Oh, good. So that's a collector's item. Oh, good, 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 good. One. Uh, one, 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 yes. Miracle. He he was great on the uh, the show with Alex Stein that you guys were on. Uh, he he's he's got a lot of courage for a little kid, and you know uh, I always bring him up when you know the first time uh, you guys were on the show. That's one thing that I, I really thought about. He's probably going through a hard time as well. You know, bullies at that age. You know. Oh, your parents are this, that, and the other, uh, and the fact that-, any of that. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we have him in a homeschool program where okay. almost all the kids are conservative, right? So I homeschool Monday, Wednesday, Friday. He goes to a campus on Tuesday, Thursday, and all the kids there have Biden is the worst shirts. One of them wore their shirt to picture day, and so it's like uh, forever <laughs> in the yearbook, you know, like. Um, <laughs> He's got a pretty good friend system with him now. Um, this was not the case. This would not have been the case in the public schools. Oh, no. And um, so I'm, we're very blessed that I get to homeschool him, especially in this season of life. Um, what he battles with is high levels of anxiety, worrying that somebody's going to break in the house and take him away from us, that we're going to go to jail, that um, somebody's going to shoot up the house. Those mm-hmm. are things that he worries about more than dealing with bullies um you know but uh we all we all kind of battle with the anxiety as much as we put our hope and faith in god it's just it's a constant action you don't just do it once you don't even just do it once a day (laughs) sometimes it's every 30 seconds um you know when people say the things that they say i mean we've heard some horrible things and it's much easier to remember a few horrible things than a million amazing things. Those just seem to stick, you know? And so um, I think I've shared with y'all before that the satanic temple in our area had put a post out that they were looking for our address and incentivized their members to find where we lived. And I was discussing that with Robert and Jude overheard it and, and stuff like that, you know, really like makes them afraid to sleep at night. And yeah. I can understand that. How old is he? 12? Yeah, he's twelve. Yeah, he, no twelve, no twelve-year-old kid should have to worry about that that happening. He shouldn't have to to even do what he's doing. And I I love that he's doing what he's doing with the Alex Stein videos. It's amazing. I cracked up that is I saw it, and uh, he's got a ton of courage, and he's such a brave kid. Uh, <laughs> it's so much fun. We've been out in public, and people have recognized him from that video. Like we got to get him with Mini AOC. Oh my gosh, I know. I know. I know, I know. Did you see he smoked candy cigarettes on the show? Yeah, I was cracking up kings, my favorite. And of course, people in the comment section are like, oh my God, kids shouldn't be pretending to smoke. Oh, shut up. And I'm like, that's where, that's, you're watching Alex Stein's show and that's where you're going to draw the line. Yeah. (laughs) 
You're watching a guy who trolls everybody who shows up to school board meetings dressed up in the weirdest things and does the craziest stuff. And you're worried about a 12 year old faking a cigarette. They used to sell the candy cigarettes on the ice cream truck. Yes. Preach it, brother. Absolutely. It's crazy. I know. So that was fun. When we got to drive up to the studio, Jude got his makeup. Well, I say makeup. He got like the oil powdered off his nose in the makeup room and he got to raid the snack bar. So he had 10 chocolate bars and five sodas <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun to get to do that. Rob had to work. So we went to Dallas by ourselves. And so oh, he and I were on a road yeah. trip together. So we ate pizza in the hotel room and I uh, watched a movie and it was really fun. That's I bet cool. that was a blast, and and God bless Jude for for what he's doing. That's amazing, and <laughs> I, I expect to see some more uh, mini Alex Stein videos uh, because they're great. You got to keep. You gotta, you gotta, he's gonna have to. Alex said maybe they could do some sort of like man on the street thing together or something. So I'm sure there will be something that comes from it. Currently, he's been running around the house in my purple liberal wig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if y'all have seen that one, those coming. Yeah, I want to see one with because right there you can't with that mustache you cannot look like a a, a liberal with a mustache <laughs> like that. <laughs> so so I want one with you in the purple wig and and Rob playing the conservative person because <laughs> I think that would be a great dynamic and it would be hysterical. Uh, <laughs> oh, we definitely have to. I feel like it should be the one about being kidnappers. We're gonna have to. Oh, I'm just like, taking. The comment section and applying it to reels and it works so great and i made a reel based off comments right and then people are commenting but you forgot you ran the bus off the road and i'm like they're literally verbatim parroting my party <laughs> and i'm like i can't you can't make this stuff up and so now i just tag them in the video and i'm like hey i made something for you check this out <laughs> wow made it just for you here you go Oh, this is what I would say to them. Uh-oh, retard alert. <laughs> retard alert, class. <laughs> so we, 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 could, we could keep you guys, like, like we have you guys on every time. We could keep you here all night. Uh, I'm sure you got to put Jude to bed and eat some food. Oh, no, you crammed food in beforehand. No. Yeah, <laughs> I cooked a killer. Uh, what did you say? I cooked a killer quiche. Like it was phenomenal, but it was so thick and majestic that it didn't cook all the way through before. Like I had it planned to come out at seven and it didn't come out cooked till seven twenty, and we're like shoving it in so we can. <laughs> so thank you for letting us come on five minutes late. Oh no, you're totally <laughs> fine. You could have, you could have taken your time eating me and me and Alan would have yelled at each other for a couple out, a couple minutes <laughs> made fun of each other. That old fat what, piece of what? shit. Let's let's plug everywhere though where they can find you and stuff yeah. before we wrap up. Like let's with the website everywhere you want people to look for you. Where can they? Where, where are they looking? For you? I don't message that you want to give the audience. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so I would say if anybody's listening that has um, any kind of connection for us to be able to tell our story, it's incredibly critical that we keep the momentum going, that we keep it relevant, that we keep it out there. So if you can share this video. Uh, with a friend, a neighbor, a family member, talk about it at dinner. If you could pray for us, that's just the best way to help is to keep the story alive and to keep the truth getting out there. Um, we have 
created a website that's a landing page for all the ways that you can support us and follow our story. That's freespeechdefender.com. There you can read about our story, see a 90-second video that's easy to share that quickly gets the story through if you want to put that on social media or email it to somebody. Um, we have the <clears throat> fundraiser tab, which is the give tab. So you can mail us a check. You can access our fundraiser. If a payment app is your preference, we have all the payment apps up there. Um, we've got the legal updates tab where we post as things progress through the legal system. We post our previous interviews so people watching can see the interviews that we've done with you guys previously posted on the media tab. We have our merchandise tab. Our shop tab has all the Biden is the worst stuff so that you can exercise free speech while you help us fight back to defend it. Uh, we have the contact us tab, which has links for our social media platforms as well. But pretty much on all platforms, we're free speech defender or free speech defenders with an S. Our website is freespeechdefender.com. And everything you need to know is at freespeechdefender.com. And if you want to see that sweet mustache, go to Handsome Rob Patriot on Instagram. Check That's it out. right. That's right. And yeah. Rob's always like, you didn't plug me. Yeah, yeah. I got you, dude. No, thank I got you. you. Thank I, you. Right. I, I, I can do it. You did it for me. Mustache ride. I'm here for what's important. The mustache. It is the best. It is the best and most patriotic mustache on Instagram. Yeah. If you donate to us on a payment app, please notate mustache ride. Yeah, a little mustache emoji, put mustache ride. That'd be amazing. Put eggplant emojis with the yeah. yeah, mustache rides for me. I want a mustache ride. You know, that's a great, great way to donate. Um, but I'm gonna be indicted for these mustache rides. Listen, you're always invited, Rob. Every time. <laughs> We but, love you guys so much. Y'all are just, I wish that we lived close enough to y'all to actually barbecue together or hang well, out together. But this is what, I, I will tell you, if you guys do end up going to trial, I think I'm going to take a trip and sneak into the courthouse and sit in the back. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe me and Alan will come and cause a ruckus. Uh, I'm going to wear a Biden is the worst t-shirt and a giant fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Everybody can be dressed like Rob, and you won't know who's who. Yeah. I'll put on a giant and one of those big uh, Bryson Gray MAGA cowboy hats. Yes, yeah. hat. That's 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 what we'll do. That's that's yes. actually a brilliant idea. If this does go to court, we'll, we'll do that. And I'm going to connect you guys with a couple other people and get you on their show. They already oh, yes. messaged me awesome. uh, in the beginning of the show. They want to get you on, uh, so we'll make that happen. And uh, guys, if you're listening, go support. Joey Lynn and Robert, they're amazing, amazing patriots. They're not just fighting for themselves. They're fighting for you as well. They're fighting for our First Amendment. And uh, we cannot let the big, bad government win. Uh, this is this is a fight for every American. So go give them a follow. Share this. Uh, if you can't donate financially, share their, their, their story. Talk about it anywhere you can. Any opportunity that you have to talk about their story, tell it. Um, because this could happen to you down the road, and you don't want people – to not tell your story because you're too scared to ruffle feathers. So Joey, Lynn, and Robert, we really appreciate everything you do. We're thankful to call you guys friends, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again soon, sooner or later, and with a, a good news update that it got dismissed, and we can celebrate when you when you're countersuing uh, for all the the pain and suffering that you put you guys through, uh, yeah. and we get a big party and celebrate together. Yes, I, I love that. I was going to tell you, if we're going to plan something, we should plan to celebrate and have a big party where Absolutely. we celebrate. Yeah. Big celebration party and everybody that, that helped spread yep. your story 
is invited and anybody oh, who, who yeah. said no is missing out on the patriot party of the century uh, <laughs> yes. so we appreciate you guys uh go give them a follow shout out to our sponsors my page scars kush creams and serious cbd uh, we'll be back on Friday. We're going to be talking all things Donnie and the arrests and anything that's happening with that. Uh, we appreciate everybody that listens. Until next time, where we go one, we go all. See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. 
The Clintons are criminals. Remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.